if you, if you don't like that, like you're gonna know real quick whether you, you fit or not. So the big question is, what are the top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? If you ever thought about this, you're not alone. No one has been able to get the answers until now. We spent the last few years helping agents sell billions in real estate, rubbing shoulders with top producers, which got us thinking, how can we expose more people to these insights to help raise the standard in the whole real estate industry? We then realized that we could help bridge the gap by getting secrets from the best of the best so that you can succeed. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. I totally agree with the fact that when I started building teams and stuff as well, I had this same, I didn't appreciate this epiphany. I actually didn't think of it beforehand. I will admit to that. And then I went away. I think I went on holiday and we went uh, We went camping um, and went, actually we took a camp van all around Scotland and it was like a week or something like that. And we are like off, like properly off grid, you know, like we are in the mountains in the middle of like nowhere. There's, you know, do you know what I mean? Like proper like that. And I was, I had that then I was like, holy shit. For like three years, two, three years, I haven't been able to do this because I didn't have a team. Like I would be working now if I hadn't built this team. And I was, I remember just sitting there being, and I, I think I was sat out with my, my girlfriend at the time and I was like, this is actually a really bizarre feeling sat out on like a deck chair in the middle of this beautiful area, having a beer, cooking and not having to work. And then looking at like my Stripe account and seeing, you know, 10 grand came in and being like, wow, like a lot's changed and there has been a huge evolution. And and I've, I, like I said, I'll be honest, I didn't appreciate that. When I, when I was building the team, I kind of didn't think about that. And then it, it kind of happened and I went on holiday and I was like, hang on, I'm, on, I'm going on holiday. This is weird. <laughs> so talk about building your team and your culture, which is I know your, your third topic, which again, I think is phenomenal for someone of your age as well, who's like building a high producing team and you're doing all these deals. So how, how did you get started in this? Like, how did you find good agents? I know other people on this were definitely thinking that because it's like a sore topic, right? I've tried finding people, they're all shit, you know? <laughs> well, in the in that transitionary period where I was just like, I know I have to do something. I had hired kind of like an ISA showing assistant. So I found like some agents that had kind of failed out of the business that I was like, Hey, I'll pay you hourly and I'll give you a bonus on everything that you touch if it closes, you know? So they were just making calls on my database and they were ha handling a lot of my buyer clients by doing showings. Those people never really stuck around for long for one reason or another. I think it was kind of more of a transitionary position. And I had never really, you know, I'd worked out all the math on splitting your commission with a buyer's agent. And I was just like, I don't see how this could ever be profitable, to be honest. But I had a young guy, you know, similar, he's, he's 25. So, you know, we're right around the same age. I didn't really know him, but I know we went to school together and stuff. And uh, he invited me out to lunch and I was like, sure, yeah, we'll go hang out. And we hit it off, you know, and he's like, hey man, I've been in the business for seven months. Um, I've only closed one deal. Like, how are you doing what you're doing? But I could see that like he was ready to to make a change. He just didn't have the direction, you know. And so I was like, well, let me go, let me go work some numbers. Let me go write up a contract and we'll figure out a way that we can work together and make this work. So I brought him on. That was July of last year. So um that was my first agent. And even like looking into that that side of things. And with before the end of the year, he had closed 
you know, 15 of those 101 deals. So in his first seven wow. months, only closed one deal being independent, but came on to the team. And, you know, it was just, we have all the systems and processes already laid out. I've been very um, intentional about that since the beginning. So, I mean, it was like, he was just able to plug into a system that was already ready to go. I had too much going on that I was able just to hand it over to him. And, you know, now he's done, I know he's done over 50 deals with me since he started last July, you know, so he's making six figures on a team. And so I think that's another good thing for agents that are maybe having a little bit of a hard time. You don't have to go out and build a team. I mean, that does suck a lot of the time, you know, (laughs) you know, there is a lot of stresses and stuff that go, go along with that. And you have to have a certain personality to go out there and put that kind of commitment and time into building a team. Sometimes you're far better off just plugging into a system that's already there and you can still make good money, but with a lot less of the stress. I think a hundred percent agree. And for a couple of reasons, actually. So a lot of people get ego driven where they go, right. I can't do, I don't know. It's not where well, it is. It's not, I can't It's I won't join a team. Cause I don't want to pay a brokerage t- split, then to play a team split. Mm-hmm. We have now come across a fair share of agents, by the way, People like yourself, again, phenomenal. Like you just got it. You just crushed it solo doing your thing. You know, that's awesome. Some people just don't have that same thing. Now, there is real power in teams. One of the big things that people underappreciate, like you said, this guy plugged in one in seven, six months, 15 in the next six type thing, or one in seven. And then, you know, in the next five, you've got 15 deals. Do you think that's chance? No, of course it's not fucking chance. He got put into a team that knew what the fuck they were doing and they documented it so he didn't have to think. He could just do. He, he could execute against what they knew was proven. This is huge. The other thing is with even more established teams where they are like a known name, you get their credibility instantly. So all of a sudden, you're not this new real estate agent anymore. You are part of X team, the number one team in the area. You know. And then instantly you can get million dollar listings. You can get all this stuff. We've seen this. We've spoken to tons of people that are like this, where they have had like huge deals literally as a brand new agent because they have joined high producing teams. And yes, they have to pay a team split. Yes, that split might be higher. But oh wait, all of a sudden they've done tons of deals in their first year. They've got experiences most people don't get for years. They understand how the business works very, very quickly. And Everyone wants to help them because they also get a split. So it's like this mutually beneficial relationship. So I'm big on this because I think if people are struggling, they need to get rid of the fucking ego and join Mm -hmm. a great team because they will find success far faster, far less struggle. And like you said, you can make what we've done, right? Like we've joined our organization. I have a local team here that's top in my area that have, you know, I basically are just accelerating and I'm taking a shortcut in everything that I'm doing because like instead of figuring out how to do X, Y, or or whatever, I can go to somebody and be like, Hey, how do you do this? How do I do that? Like never done a rental in my life. Pick up the phone. I call, you know, one of the agents that I'm, that I'm good friends with. And I'm like, what's a CTL? Now I know it's a contract to lease, right? But I'm like, what the fuck is a CTL? Why is every single agent asking me for their background check? Like when I rented my place, I was like, I gave people the application and I ran the background check because originally I'm from Philly, Pennsylvania, right? So coming down here to Florida, I was like, what the hell? This is totally opposite 
But having that benefit of being on a team, having great people around me, it definitely is what excelled my growth. It's like the secret hack. And like, okay, you pay. So what? It's a cost of doing business. You pay to play. You get a shortcut. You Like you said, Anthony, you have the systems. You took the time to figure it out. You fucking deserve to get paid for that because the other agent... You know, he did one deals in however many months and he joins you and now he's a six figure producing agent. There's something really to say about that, right? It's not only the systems, but them it's plugging, plugging in. It's also being around and in that environment, that culture that you've created of producers. So naturally they either get with the fucking program or they just get out and they don't get a seat at your table, right? So... Well, we'll have to ask you, Anthony, are you that ruthless? <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I mean, if we've been super picky. You know, I've I've only I've only brought on yes, two agents in this entire front. time. <laughs> yes. Um it, they and it the the big thing is that they have to fit the culture. You know, I mean, we're all young people, we all drop our F bombs, we all have, you know, it, it there's a certain way that we run our office and the way that we are. Um and no, we don't. But that starts with you, right? That's something that you've made a decision on and, and you know, put into play, right? Sure. So if someone isn't uh, going to put in the work and effort, they don't have, like you said, they don't have a seat at the table. And well, how did you go about building culture? Because this isn't just a real estate thing for anyone listening. This is probably the, it's the most beneficial and the, probably the hardest thing to do in business. This is the big difference between businesses that are wildly successful and not. For example, for anyone listening, think about Google and Apple. They are cultures. They aren't companies, right? Big difference. Big difference. When you think, when you go to an Apple store, why doesn't it feel like if you go to any other fucking computer store, it's a culture. It's not a company. So how did you oh, go but about then you have to wait for a genius bar appointment forever <laughs> now. No, you don't. <laughs> Do you want to hack to skip to the Genius Bar straight away? Have a business account. Get a business account. There you go. And they're free. (laughs) And they're free. So you get to the Genius Bar, they'll literally put your front of the queue. Anyway, that's a little top tip. (laughs) For anyone who's got Apple computers, get a business account. It's free and you go straight to the front of the queue. Um, So how did you go about building your culture? Obviously, it starts from you, right? So you've got underpinning beliefs and values that you will want to be part of your company and your team and what you're doing. So how did you go about that? Sure. So... I mean, first, I'll just kind of go over the structure of our team. So there's myself. I handle all the listings, team leader, you know, and kind of building the vision and, of course, helping everybody when they need help. Uh, Kind of like the CEO role. My girlfriend is also on the team with me. She's been with me now for like three years in the team. And she's kind of like an office manager. Then we have Shiloh. She's our ISA. So she's kind of like a receptionist, also front desk, basically any lead that comes through that door, she usually handles it, warms them up, gets them all set up. And then she sends them on over to my buyer's agents. then I also have a transaction coordinator. And so between the four core there, we're handling most everything so that my two agents can focus on just showing houses and selling, you know, that, I mean, really all they got to do is calls, show houses and, you know, contract negotiations and some of the agent things in there. Everything else has been taken off their plate. Uh, And I have two agents. So there's, there's, and then our videographer. Um, The big thing there is, is that we have to, you know, anybody that comes through that door, whenever we're doing our interviews, that sort of thing, we have to be able to hang out with that person for 
them to be a part of the team. They have to have a similar personality. Of course, they have to uh, fit where they're supposed to on the disc test and stuff. I have them do that before they even come in. I have them do a test. I say you have to attach it in PDF format. You know, if you don't do any of those things, you don't even get to the table in the first place for the interview. You know, yeah, I got all follow these little... a process, follow directions, instructions. And if you can't do it, then. Yep. Yep. And then, so, I mean, just to kind of give an idea, I mean, the girls probably go out a couple nights a week, it, just like hanging out. I mean, they're over at my house, you know, we're, we're out to dinner. Um, we're all just, we're like a family, you know, we really are all best friends. And if there's, if you have someone on your team that you can't stand being around, like that is killing your culture. And, and we've been there. Big time. We've been there and we've had to make that separation and it's like a weight off of everybody's shoulders. And it's just like, why, why didn't we do that sooner? You know, so I think treating everybody, you know, protecting you, if you're a team leader, you got to protect the culture of your company. And then of course, there's some fun things that we, that we do, you know, with the Beckham, we have uh, soccer goals on either end of the office. And so we'd be on the phone making our calls, but we'd be kicking a soccer ball around. Um, I recently replaced our meeting table with a ping pong table. So that's now our arm where we have our meetings. That's you know, awesome. I, got, I got Nerf guns I in there. Our, our goal is to have four pending every week. And as long as we hit four or more pending in a week, then I'll take everybody out to lunch on Friday. And so that's kind of you know, most of the time we hit that goal. So, I mean, it's like every Friday we get to go and hang out and have lunch. So there's, there's those other, you know, kind of physical things that we do with the office and, you know, to keep that culture as well. Because if you come in for an interview and you get shot with a Nerf gun and sit down at a ping pong table, (laughs) if you you don't like that, like you're going to know real quick, whether you, you fit or not fit in or not. Yes. And when we were having those ads, you know, you'd have some guy that reminds us of our dad or something come in all stuffy and it's like, Oh, turn down, turn down the rap music, you know, as it's like dropping F bombs and stuff. And you're like, you know, obviously that guy wouldn't fit within the culture because you know, if we had to adjust everything just because he was like, Oh shit, there's somebody at the door kind of thing. They're probably not (laughs) a, a good fit, you know, and maybe as we get bigger, we'll have to adjust some things there, but I don't want to, you know, the plan is just to keep being ourselves and we will attract the people who belong there. A hundred percent. By the way, I think of everyone we've interviewed at this point, you have the most, let's call it modern team <laughs> structure. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love it. I'm kind of jealous that I'm not on your team right now. That's funny. <laughs> I, I used to, um, I always say I, I used to build uh, race cars for a living. So I used to work for Red Bull F1. And where, cool. whether people know or listen, it's, you know, it's top end. It's like your NASCAR, Indy Cowboys, the top of the top. And when I was there, we were world champion twice. And people always you say, what's it like working there? Because it's very, very high end, obviously. I mean, just to give people perspective, just to enter each year when I was there was 300 million, just to buy a, buy a grid position, right? So it's like big, big money, right? It's basically just advertising. Now, this, there was different teams and there's different cultures and everyone's like, what's it like working at Red Bull? And I was like, imagine, you know, if you, you're into your cars and stuff, but you're in a real estate. I was like, imagine you and your mates all set up a company that was wildly successful. Like all your mates you got drinking with and party with. You set up a company and you're all smart as fuck, right? That's what it's like working there. Because everyone knows how to have a laugh. There was football tables everywhere. You know, it's free Red Bull. All the free everything you could dress. I think that's the thing that I'm most jealous about. And you never drink Red Bull either, but I would have been in heaven. (laughs) Yeah, and and they were like, "What's it like?" And I was like, "Listen, if you 
genuinely, ge- like genuinely, this is how I feel. If I designed a Formula One company, how I wanted it to kind of look, act, run, the people, the culture, it would literally be like Red Bull was, which is why I fucking loved working there. And it was the culture that I loved. Like I, you could go and work at another team, but then I, and I did, I went and interviewed other teams and it was very corporate and it was like, this is how I'm doing it. And then there's Red Bull and you turn up and no one, like no one's in uniform. You couldn't tell fucking who worked there for any, from Adam. Right. And everyone works crazy hard. They're super smart, but hell, they they have to let loose and they know how to and they want to go and yeah I'm going to go play table football then I want to have a game it wasn't weird it was like no you've got to work 24-7 it's like we all work fucking hard we want to enjoy each other's company and that was actually one of the biggest lessons I took from working there was how important culture is because I was working 12-14 hours a day and I was on a salary I wasn't getting paid no more I was getting paid 8 hours a day and everyone was doing that right yeah why did I want to be there? Culture. Because the people, the culture. Yeah. Culture yeah. is why I stayed. I didn't stay for money because I wasn't getting paid. I stayed for culture, which is the same thing for all top performers. This has been amazing, Anthony. I want to give you the spotlight for a second. I know you've got an amazing team. You're doing some phenomenal stuff. If people want to reach out to you, maybe they want to join your team or if you're helping people produce content, all this other great stuff, how could they reach out to you? You know, Phone, email, socials, whatever it is and let them know how they can um, yeah, reach out and learn a bit more. Sure. So I actually have a YouTube channel that's separate from our regular you know, real estate YouTube channel. This is going to be like behind the scenes, the team, uh, real estate tips and investing tips and tricks and that sort of thing. And that channel on YouTube is Real Estate Is Life. If you just type that in, we should be the top, top result there. And then, you know, if you want to be friends, hit me up on any of the socials. It should be Anthony A. Beckham. So... I always love answering questions and stuff. So feel free to reach out. And if you're not 26 years old, going on 27, doing hundred plus deals a year, I'd recommend you reach out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd recommend that. Anthony, it's been an absolute pleasure. I hope you've enjoyed being here. We've loved having you. We've learned a lot. Everyone listening, I hope you enjoyed it and we will see you in the next one. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Now, before you go, we're giving access to a private training we did where we revealed the top three niches to get listings today completely for free. So if you want access, you can go and download that training at EliteAgentSecrets.com. We're regularly releasing new trainings, guides and cheat sheets so make sure to head over to eliteagentsecrets.com and sign up so you don't miss out